0: We've all experienced times of hopelessness, all of us. What can you do when the outcome appears final and the loss is devastating? I only know of one answer. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. I'm really grateful you're here. My goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and also share this with a friend. Yeah, we all get times of hopelessness. Times when our our plans are thwarted, our path is obstructed, our strength overwhelmed, and our resources are depleted. Times when the outcome appeared final. Situations where (laughs) absolutely nothing we said or did could possibly affect the outcome of the issue that faced us. And if we're honest, times when death seemed like the best, if if not the only solution. The day after. It always looks dark, desperate, <laughs> irretrievable, unrecoverable, unredeemable. I remember a Time some years ago when my wife and I were moving a heavy wooden bureau down into the cellar of our home. I was walking backwards down the dozen or so wooden steps, both hands balancing the bureau. My wife was at the top of the steps holding the other end, and we were moving down the steps. I was about halfway down when it happened. My heel somehow caught the edge of the step and In an instant, I was falling backwards. In my mind's eye, I could clearly see what was coming next. The back of my head was about to smash onto the concrete floor, just before a heavy piece of furniture crushed my chest. I was falling backwards. There was nothing I could grab, nor anything I could do. And that's pretty much where the disciples found themselves on the day after. None of the promises Jesus had given them made any sense on the day after. It appeared that none of the training they had received with him during the last three years had any applicability on the day after. And no matter how much money they could amass, it wouldn't make any difference on the day after. Yeah, even prayer seemed worthless on the day after. But even on the day after, God knew what he intended to do. Peter didn't know. Neither did James nor John. But God did. Interesting, is it not that... (laughs) The only people who remembered Christ's prediction of victory over death were the staunchest unbelievers. The Sanhedrin went to Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that impostor said while he was still alive, After three days I will rise. And not that they believed it, mind you, but they feared that those scheming disciples might come and snatch the body. <laughs> If they only knew, the disciples they were concerned about were the least of their worries. God's love had already determined the perfect outcome. Now, it didn't look perfect from their perspective. (laughs) In fact, it looked like an utter failure. But the issue was their perspective, not God's plan. See, at that point, they simply didn't have sufficient understanding Yet, they hadn't seen all that God intended to do yet. It was still dark, blindingly dark. But God's love was already moving. Well, what happened to me as I was falling backward down the cellar steps with nothing to grab? I felt a large, strong hand placed in the center of my back. It arrested my fall, and then it pushed me upright and solidly in place until I could regain my balance. Needless to say, I was shocked. There was no one in the cellar. And when I looked back over my shoulder to see who was there, I saw no one. I saw no one because there was no one in the cellar but God. And those two words, but God, change everything. And moreover, they change it now. The truth of God's promises is still true before we see him fulfill his word. The writer of the book of Hebrews tells us faith is being sure of what we hope for. Certain. Of what we do not yet see. The situations we face may appear dark and hopeless. But God has promised deliverance. From our present perspective we may not see any possible solution. But God has already worked it out. Like the apostles we, we simply don't have a sufficient understanding. Yet. We haven't seen all that God intends to do. Yet, it's still dark, blindingly dark. But now, as then, God's love is already moving. Mary Magdalene had the answer. John tells us that while it was still dark, Mary ran to the tomb. Today's verse tells us, early on the first day of the week, While it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb. She went there to mourn. When she arrived, she found hope. The tomb was empty. Hope draws its strength from faith. The faith that tells us when it's still dark that God has a plan. Hope gives us the faith that insists on trusting God's plan when when we have no clue what it might be. Hope strengthens our faith and allows us to be sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not yet see. Hope gives us the faith to say, when I've seen the fullness of God's plan, I'll agree that it was good. Hope lets us run to the tomb while it's still dark. Hope is the hand in our back when we're falling. Hope's the hand that wipes our tears as we're weeping. Hope, strengthened by faith, lets us stand strong in the darkness, trusting in the promises of a loving God. When he seems silent he loves us still. When it seems utterly dark, he loves us still. And it's what we do in the darkness that defines who we are in the light. Where's hope? Well, hope, strengthened by faith, is found in the love of God that's higher and wider and longer and deeper than you or I can ever imagine. A love willing to sacrifice his life for yours and mine. Mary thought that her hope was dead and gone. She thought hope was lying in the tomb. But he wasn't there. Hope lives. He lives to express his love in us and through us. Hope lives when the diagnosis is grim because physical death is not the end. It's, it's truly only the beginning. Hope lives when we can't see how we'll make it because he sees and he will lead the way. Hope lives when we fear our strength will fail us because his strength is sufficient the time to run to the tomb and find hope is when it's still dark. Because hope lives. We're out of time again. Before you run off, can I ask you to help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better? Please like this video. It truly does help more people see it. Then click follow or subscribe so you and I can get together every day. If you click the link in the description, I'll send you a free copy of my book, Count to One. Drop it right in your inbox for you. Hey, and one more thing. Share this with a friend, would you? Because as you do, you're part of the team. Touching hearts all over the world with the love of Jesus. Thank you for helping.